Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard, starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai, Jason Hops as the old veteran, Robarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron, Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Suitfoot, and Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervok Samurai, Margot. Hosted by Eli Royal, join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you're listening to We Play RPGs. I'm your host, Eli, joined by... Hi, I'm Abby, I play Flint. I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth Mirax. I am Jerry, and I play Roscoe Suitfoot. I'm Ashley, and I play Margot. And this episode is brought to you by... Uh, I don't know. It's been pretty sunny outside lately. That's nice. The sun. Yes. This episode is definitely brought to you by the sun. Just like literally everything. Hey folks, it's Eli here with a quick ad break. This episode was recorded before our sponsor, Metallic Dice Gaming, came along, and uh, I personally bought their gold and purple metal dice, their uh, metal and its gold plating on the edges and numbers with uh, purple enamel in the middle, and I love them. They've uh, got your traditional dice, they've got metal dice, and they even have these stone dice, and uh, I'm about to get me some of that, them amethyst test test test. Amethyst Dice myself, uh, go to MetallicDiceGames.com and use the coupon code PLAYITFORWARD for 10% off anything in the store. Uh, Alright, back to the episode. Thank you, son, for not killing us yet. We but appreciate <laughs> And last time, you all were in the middle of your own special adventures. Uh, Rovarth had Very lost special. track of a Cursed Doll, Roscoe with his friend Nanum Smoothscale, were uh, tracking down a child who may or may not be in danger, but is definitely a thief. Margot had just robbed a prison warden, and Flint was trying to get home while carrying a 40-pound baby owlbear, a chub, if you will. Chub sounds like an appropriate name. Chubs are adorable. Ever since I've seen one, I've wanted one. I'm so excited. Now, Roscoe. Yes? You were told that Wyden might be at the Rolling Scones. Right. A bakery in Gloomtown. Okay. For the record, I love the name of that place. (laughs) (laughs) So it doesn't take you long to find the bakery. Uh, Mm -hmm. They give you pretty good directions. And the baker that the child you talked to was speaking about is a bear folk, and her name is Mrs. Siri Idol, Mm -hmm. and her wife is a dwarf named Gwenellen. Alright. And the bakery itself is actually on Middle Row, which is a uh, street that isn't very far from the uh, Jatterane campus. Okay. So I'm going to let you take it from there. Well, um, just just as a quick reminder from the last session, so who am, what's the name of the person I'm looking for again? Raiden. Raiden. Okay. Raiden. 
It's a W sound. Okay, let me, I'm going to try to say it. Raiden. No R. Have, no R. I'm tr- okay. Yeah. Um, if it helps, it's spelled O-U-D-I-N. So O-U-D-I-N? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to be honest. This might be a little difficult for me. Eh, I'm not French worried about weirdos. it. <laughs> yep. it. It is a French uh, name, yes. Okay, um, well, before I do talk shop, I'm going to try to butter them up by genuinely looking at the wares. I know I can't buy anything, but at least... Well, you could spread some of that. Like- you could uh, flash some bread, you know, show off that dough. Show off that dough, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh I- After all, I'm pretty That's- sure Roscoe has a cake. For anyone well, who's that- not familiar, that means a, a big butt. Well, you know what? The size of my butt is the yeast of my worries. Um, <laughs> but there's no need. There's no need to go there. Moving go on. on. Um, <laughs> let's just roll on. <laughs> I'm actually no because I don't have money. I'm not going to be able to buy anything, and I don't want to keep bothering smooth scale for cash. So, but I do come in, and I do want to look around and just see what type of shop it is. Before I talk shop, is it like nicely kept, well? Stocked? Oh yeah, uh, they they clearly care about the uh, the way that their shop looks. You actually make a history check for me, right? Give me get my character sheets up because I'm responsible. Yeah, baby. Fifteen. All right. You don't know how long the bakery itself has been there, but the building that it is in. Uh, was clearly built three or four hundred years ago based on the type of stone that it uses and also on the way that the windows are framed. Okay. Which also goes to show how well they take care of their bakery because those windows usually need replacing. And when they get replaced, they usually get updated. Right. Well, I go up to them and I just, and I greet them with a good day. Hold on, I got a mouthful of cookie. That's what well, we are in a bakery. <laughs> the bear folk goes, uh, Hello there. What can I get for you today? Well, I am in need of some help, and if you can help me with what I'm looking for, I might be able to purchase some of your delicious wares. But unfortunately, I'm looking for a thief. Who, due to this thief, I cannot purchase anything right now, but I was led here told that you might know the person who can lead me to him. Oh, Aiden? She, you know, stares at you for a moment and goes, I, I, I don't think I'll be able to help you. I'm sorry. Make an insight check for me. I was about to ask for insight. Yeah. 19. Not only is she lying, she is now a little bit afraid of you. Okay, um, I just... I try to speak in my common voice. I want no ill or harm to come to you or the store. I have no ill will. I just simply, I can tell you to know something. I just want to find this person so I can get what's mine and also make sure the kid himself is all right. All right. Make a persuasion check. 23. All right. Mrs. Idol says, um, okay, um, come on in the back here. And she leads you back, and the back window is open, Mm. and there's like a little, almost like a room back here, like maybe that's where, when one of them opens the shop and starts baking everything, 
when the other one comes in, they go into the back and like take a nap or something. Right. And someone was clearly here, but they're not anymore. And she goes, oh no, he must have seen you. The poor boy. So the child I was looking for was here? Yes. Uh, Wayden, he's, he's a nice enough child. And, you know, I give him sweets every now and then. But when he came to us asking for help, he was just so afraid. He wouldn't tell us anything about what was going on, but, you know, we were just so worried about him. And I understand. Has he, has he divulged anything? Has, or is he, I, I mean no harm to the child. I just, A, I want, want mine back. And also, if he's in any danger, I would like to help. It's something I do. Well, he mentioned a few times that he was, uh, trying to save money to take a train to Gnome's Landing and then go, uh, across the ocean to, uh, uh, Unun, but he wouldn't tell me anything about what he was afraid of. Um, if it helps, uh, Wayden used to tell me that they had a he had a base he called it with he and his friends just outside of the wall. That does help, and I appreciate the information. And I apologize that I'm in a situation right now that I can't pay you back by purchasing something from your store. Just make sure that the boy's okay. You have my word. Alright. So, we are going to jump to Flint. Oh jump boy. time. So, so I need to make a roll real quick. Oh god, I hope I don't get robbed again. Alright. <clears throat> you encounter... <laughs> so... You're, you know, moving right along. You're you're trying to... It's taking you even longer to get home than it usually does because you're having to avoid a lot of main streets. And on one of these back alleys, you find an elven corpse. Oh, no. You are having quite the day. Yeah, I don't like today. What, uh... What do you do about it? Uh... Can I uh, roll to see what the f- what? Like, are they stabbed or something? Sure, make what, a medicine what, what check. Would that roll, be? huh? Medicine. medicine. Oh man, I hope I do well. Nineteen. Normally, you would think that the uh, head wound is what killed them, but there's not a lot of bruising around it, which suggests that it happened after they died. And uh, you're able to see that they actually have a very small dart, like out of a blowgun, in their shoulder. Uh, is there like a way I can avoid this tree? Or can I like hurry, run away? Because I don't want to be around this. Yeah, you can just run. I just get you out. Know, your investigation run. can stop oh, there okay. for all oh. I care. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't want to... Yeah, no, there is something afoot here, and I want no part of it. Like, come on, man, I had a very long day. I just want to go home and figure out what I'm going to do about my wallet. It has been a few hours. We're going to hop over to uh, Rovarth. Okay. 
make a charisma check to see if you can track this thing. Or survival. You can try and track it based on movement. You said charisma check first, though, didn't you? Yes. That's way better than my survival. <laughs> you can do it! Instead of plus three, instead of a minus one. It's only a ten, though. You're pretty sure that it's headed northeast. And I shall run northeast, along with Sergeant Wynn. Good plan. All right. You manage to not come across any shadows. Okay. Well, time for Margo. <laughs> Yay! So you get back to the tavern. Mm-hmm. With the files. And you uh, you see Stormclaw, Rawl, and Tyrion sitting at a table. Margaret's going to walk up and, you know, kind of put the file down because Tyrion gave her a hard time before and be like, ah, look who got those files. Guess I'm a Bitch. pretty good thief, right? Heard you was talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Tyrion grumbles, but doesn't really respond to you. And uh, Rawl goes, yeah, hand him over. She slides him over to Rawl. And he starts looking him over, you know, moving his head back and forth. He goes, I don't... I don't understand any of this. There's like some sort of sort of map in here, but it's all wrong. And Tyrion looks at it, like looks behind his shoulder and then reaches down and picks the paper out and turns it around and puts it back in. Oh. Yeah, that was helpful. Thanks. <laughs> oh my god, this checks out so much. <laughs> this is delightful. Like, oh. I, I love this crazy little raccoon man. So, yeah. So he goes, uh, alright, just what I thought. There's an entrance into the kitchen right underneath the, uh, that, uh, right above the sewers. We can go right in. You and Stormclaw can swim. Get in. And Elric's on the third floor. Okay. You gotta be careful, though. According to this, there's about, there's gonna be about 40 guards in the prison. What? I mean, not in one place. Okay. But you gotta be careful. Good God. <laughs> so many guards. You can do it. It's a prison, man. Come on. <laughs> Not all prisons are guarded well. Hashtag not all prisons. Stop it. <laughs> but yeah, and he says, um, once you get him, get down to the ground floor and then take him out of the southwest exit. That's where all the prisoner transport is, so they don't really keep it all that well guarded. Also, it's closest to the wall. Southwest exit? Is that what you said? Yes. Cool. So, uh, when are we doing this? And is there any more information I should know? Well, sooner rather than later. Guards. I mean, you can look over okay. the file. And he slides it across the table to you. Okay. So what information is in it? Or what do I have to roll? What are you looking for? If there's any, like, additional... Like, any other, I guess anything that else that might be considered an issue, aside of guards. I don't really know 
what else, to be honest with you. So it's probably not a good idea. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I can't um, think of anything else. Can, I feel like that's... Sorry, uh, make an investigation roll. Okay, hang on. All right, so she got a 15. So what you know is that there are a series of uh, uh, pull bells along the hallways. That's what you're able to glean from these files. And these mean that if you aren't able to incapacitate a guard fast enough, they can basically set the alarm. And if they do that, you're kind of boned. Oof. Because it, it takes less than a minute, according to these files of their last drill, for the guards to uh, mobilize in that scenario and lock down the prison. Okay, that is that's terrifying. But good information to know. Indeed. And we're going to hop back to Flint real quick. Just real quick. Oh, um, boy. One thing Margot should be worried about is a prisoner named mitochondria because they're the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> Stop it! Oh my god! That is delightful, Jerry. That is A+. Plus. That took it's, me off oh, guard. That was, that's, that was that's great. Chef kiss. That's, that's Italian yes. chef's kiss. So, Flint, it's the middle of the day and you have to cross a main street at one point and this guy... There, there's clearly some sort of show going on, and this guy is going, you know, come on then, who's next? Who thinks that they can solve the unsolvable equation? And he points you out, and he goes, you, sir, solve the equation, win 20 gold. Uh, listen, I gotta get home. Oh, I understand. <laughs> you don't have the brain power for such a thing. Oh. Yeah, cute insult. I want to go. I just moved. <laughs> Aww. Like, I don't got time. Like, listen, out of character, like, I don't got time for this shit. Let's go. <laughs> I want to go home. Flint said that. <laughs> I, I got, I got to a long day. He can, Flint, he can deal with that insult later. I, I feel like I, even in character, he would be like that. He'd be like, fuck this. I absolutely like, listen, love. I don't got time to deal with the shit i I, I absolutely i absolutely love that flint is just saying fuck you to every encounter like every minor inconvenience is just fuck off (laughs) yeah like for real he just had his wallet stolen he's carrying owlbear it's been a couple hours he wants to go home and sleep and not deal with anything and snow the owlbear yeah so he just like this that guy says he's like fuck fuck this fuck you I'm out and just goes. Alrighty. Then we continue on. We will actually jump back to Roscoe. I was expecting a longer break. Too bad. Fine. I would like either you can make a survival check to try and track down where uh, Wyden's base is, or you can assist Smooth Scale. I'll assist Smooth Scale. That's probably smart. Because he is a, make decisions. Uh, a fifth level ranger. And I rolled a five on survival, so that's also well, why it's smart. Yeah, you don't need to roll anything to assist him. Oh, well, that it still shows it was smart, because yeah. I would have rolled a five. Well, he got a 15. And that is just barely enough. 
you're able to track down where the wherever Wooden's hiding spot might be. Mostly because it's not very well hidden, because it was hidden by children. Right. And, you know, despite neither of you having had what would be considered a traditional childhood, it does seem like what you've walked into is what a child's idea of what a military fort would look like. <laughs> it's in a clearing in the heavy undergrowth outside of the city gates. A wall or more like a fence made of saplings and falling branches surrounds the clearing. Inside are several tents and various signs of life. All right. So a bunch of kids, a base that a kid and what a kid would assume a military base looks like. And it's, and it's kind of busy. <laughs> well, not busy as in active. I got gotcha. like, you don't see any people there, but right. it's clear that, you know, this, this place is frequently used. Right. Well, if there's no one there. I will. Well, just to make sure I will investigate and I will just investigate and call and go, hello, any good sirs here? Well, okay. Make an investigation or hmm, make a persuasion roll. 14. Nobody replies. Okay. All right. Well, I'll just politely say, well, if no one applies, if no one replies, I'm going to make my way in. If you do not wish me to come in, I suggest you come out and greet me now. And I proceed to make my way in. Okay. Um, so what do you do in this fort? Um, just because there's no signs of life doesn't mean there isn't people here. So I'm going to see if I can find anyone. Okay. And if I can't find anyone, I'm going to see if I can find evidence of where they may be instead. Okay. Make a uh, either investigation or perception check. We will do investigation. Eleven. All right. You don't seem to find anything. Okay. Hmm. However, Nanum taps your shoulder as you're like investigating a bed, an empty bedroll, and just points at one of the tents. Mm hmm. And you notice that the flap just closed. All right. Well, I'm not going to enter the tent, but I do come close to the tent, and I just politely say, "Good person, if if someone's in there." I'm going to politely ask you to come out. I mean no harm. I just wish to talk. I'm just looking for something that was taken from me and to do a welfare check on the person who did. Make a persuasion check. Return to me, good rolls. Return. Fifteen. Okay. The flap opens, and you see the same elven boy you saw before. And he goes, so you're not with them? I have no idea who them is, so I will have to say no. And at that moment, give me a moment to set up the map. Map time. Almost as good as nap time. Ha. Huh? Except, except with nap time, I usually don't have to roll um, initiative. Except that one time. Except that one time. Yeah. We call them the sleep creeps. That's a weird way to say nightmare. I can't sleep. Why? I'm getting to sleep creeps. So, three people enter the little fort here. You should be able to see the map now. Um, I see a bunch of white in my person. Oh, then it's just taking a second to load up. No problem. 
do 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 loading screen. I just imagine when the screen's loading, it's just like a it's just Margot Nudo dancing across the screen with loading flashing under her over and over again. I love that so much. She's doing the lawnmower. (laughs) (laughs) I I love all of Margot raising the roof. Wait, too high. Lower the roof. Lower the roof for me. Okay, now I can raise it. All right. Is it loaded up for you at all? It it's 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 slowly coming. There it is. It just sped up all of a sudden. All right. That usually happens as it's coming. Yeah, it's done. Now it needs a cigarette. Stop There's it. No, there, this is a no smoking household. <laughs> All right, you should be able to pretty much scroll straight down to find your tokens. Oh, I found it. I found it. We're good. We're good and set up. All right. So, Jerry, would you like to take control of Smooth Scale, or would you rather I continue to control him? If you could continue, that would be swell, actually. Sure. If that's not if that's not difficult. Nah. So, okay. as he says that, and you say what you say, uh, three men... Enter the clearing from the opposite side of where you are. And one of them says, Ah, I see I found my boy. Uh, you, you don't need to be involved here. He needs to uh, needs to be punished for not doing his chores. I'm going to take a look at the boy. Does he look, like, terrified? Absolutely. Like, let me, like, not the normal I'm in trouble with my parents terrified, but, like, this person is going to... Well, Specifically, you know that he doesn't have parents. That's what I'm saying. He he has that this person means me harm type of terrified. Yes. Upon him. Okay. I step in I step in front of the boy and I say, "No harm will come to this child today." The guy seems like he's about to say something and he just goes, "Ah, bollocks." All right, boys, kill him. And now it's time for initiative. All right. Wait, why am I why am I rolling investigation? I'm because gonna investigate you're hopeful. If, I'm gonna investigate if I can roll initiative. Yes I can. Technically Nanum can roll initiative too. Technically. Alright, Roscoe, you're up first. That's a lot of guys. That's only three people. Yep, give me one second. I'm just looking at my options real quick on what I want to do. <laughs> All right. You look um, one of them in the eyes, cast vicious mockery, and just say, "You look like a bitch." <laughs> Are they all men? Men? Um, sure. Okay, I just want—I just wanted to ask before I did my insult because I didn't want to throw a man, man insult at someone who's not a man, That's or fair. a woman insult at someone who's not a woman. So I basically point at the guy. We'll say the guy in front. That I'm staring directly at, and I am going to vicious mock, but my words are, any man who would harm a child is not a true man. They are just a boy in man's clothing. I assume that was vicious mockery. Yep, and I'm getting ready to roll it to see what it do- what my damage would be if it succeeds. It's a DC 14. Alright. And it's only going to be three psychic if it succeeds. Well, three psychic and disadvantage on his ne- and next disadvantage- attack roll, yeah. which is good because he got a 12. Ah, nice. I just imagine a bird flies by and goes, ooh, 
burn. It's like birds can that bird can talk. Is that your turn? And I'm gonna give smooth scale bardic inspiration. Nice. Now it's my turn. All right. The uh, thug did not care for that. So they're going to go ahead and try and hit you with a mace. Actually, no, they're not, because they have a crossbow. And that you makes have more a big sense. sword. That also <clears throat> makes sense. Uh, 21 to hit. That is going to hit. I don't even have to look. <laughs> All right, that's a big old one piercing damage. It hurts my feelings more than anything. Yeah, and then uh, that guy... He's going to move in to attack you. He looks like a move in to attack you time type of guy. He pulls a great axe off of his back, holds it in two hands, and charges right at you. 20 to hit? Yep. For seven slashing damage. All right. The last one pulls out a longbow and will fire at you. And the one time I'm popular. Does an 11 hit? No. Then it misses. However, they will move away. Because they don't have to be in your business. Fair. And then it is Nanum Smoothscale's turn. And he pulls two daggers off of his belt. And he will attack the one attacking you directly. It's for nine damage... And then he attacks again, and hits for another 6 damage. So, what you see is Nanum takes one dagger and stabs it into the back of the knee of this guy you're fighting. Ooh. And when he falls down, as he's falling, Nanum brings the other dagger up into his uh, chin. Nice. And uh, he's dead. And then Nanum moves right here, and uses his bonus action to swing a dagger again. And he does... Oh, wait, hold on. I gotta roll that again. Because he is a hunter ranger, which means he gets extra damage if the person he's fighting is at less than maximum hit points. So he does 10 damage. And now it is your turn again. You know, I think Smooth's I think Smooth Girl has things good right there, so I'm gonna go after this person shooting at us because that's irritating. That's fair. So it's choppy chop time. Well stabby stab time. Choppy chop. Either way, I'm gonna poke it. In theory. If my rolls hold up. I believe in you. Fourteen. That hits. Nine slashing. Ow. As you can see by its health bar, that hurt a lot. Yes. Anything else? Just, I don't think so, but I'm gonna... Actually? What action was Healing Word? Bonus action. I'm just gonna Healing Word myself, because why not? <laughs> nice. So I get... That's not Healing Word. Hold on. <laughs> you hold up a mirror and go... You worthless piece of crap, and viciously mock yourself. I know what I did. 
Seven healing. Nice. I'm almost back to full. This guy will attack Nanum. And he gets a critical hit. It does six damage. And then he swings again, hitting for another four damage. Nanum is now... Having taken 10 damage, he is still at a higher hit points than Roscoe's maximum. I'm not shocked by this. <laughs> and then this guy tries to run away. And Nanum will take his attack of opportunity. And he hits for 14 damage. Which isn't enough to kill this guy, but it hurts like a bitch. And this scout here takes the disengage action and uh, jumps into this creek here. I love that he'd rather go swimming than deal with this. Like, nope. <laughs> I'm out. It is now Nenim's turn. He moves right here. He drops his daggers and slides a uh, long longbow off of his back, or a short bow off of his back. And he fires. Actually, he doesn't have to. He can just throw this dagger. <laughs> so he does that instead. That's fair. 15 hits for enough to kill this guy. So, Roscoe, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Um, I, I'm just... Since two's dead and one's run off... If that one's just running and not trying to fight anymore, I'm going to go check on the boy. Okay, then we will consider combat done. The boy is understandably terrified. All right. Um, can I... I'm just going to try to calm him, saying it's okay. They're gone now. Okay, make a quick persuasion. He is not calm with an eight. <laughs> no, he's not calming down at all. Well, if he's not calming down, I'm going to at least say, can you at least tell me who they were? Hoyden says that the one-armed, or the one-eyed man that you had already learned about is a man named Cassius Monty. Okay. He took Hoyden to what Hoyden thought was an orphanage or a school of some kind. You know, they got housing, food, they were, it's like they were at a school, they were being educated, and there were a lot of very strict rules. The school itself was in Tall Town. And they were only allowed to come and go through a secret side end. Well, not secret secret. You know, it wasn't like a hidden door, but right. it was a secret side entrance. And they also weren't allowed in certain parts of the building, especially the lower levels. But one day, Wyden got too curious and snuck down. I gotcha. The halls were really dark, which, you know, I mean, he's a elf. Doesn't really ma matter that much. But um, right. he did finally find a source of light. And it was coming from a room with some people in it. Some of them were teachers that he recognized, and some of them he didn't recognize. However, what he saw in the room was an altar and a goblin strapped to it. And it looked like they had been cutting it up. And Wyden thought that the goblin was dead until the people started chanting. And once they started chanting, the goblins started screaming and changing into something. And at some point, Wyden started screaming too, and that's how they spotted him. 
And he ran and stumbled upon an entrance to the sewers and managed to get away that way. And that's why you're trying to get away from here. They're going to kill me. Make a, uh, a history, arcana, or religion. And do it with advantage, because this is something you would recognize. I put it on advantage. 18 arcana. I mean, that's enough. Yeah. It sounds like what he's describing is the ritual to create a sneak abomination. And that cannot stand. <laughs> no. And while you're talking to the boy, Nanam is looking over the one that's uh, one of the ones that's dead. And he says, Roscoe, does this mean anything to you? And when you walk over on the man's chest is a tattoo of a wispy dragon silhouette. Is a wispy dragon silhouette? Yes. Ashku. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and it just took me a moment because it's been a while. Just for the NPC smooth scales reference, like if he's not, Roscoe's mood has completely changed. Like, I'm not going to say dark, but it's like dead serious. Roscoe walks up to the kid, not sternly, you know, he's still being polite, but even the kid would know there's a, something different over Roscoe. And Roscoe would be like, I'm not asking you to take me there, but I am asking you to tell me how to get to this orphanage. Um, sure, sure. And in exchange for telling me to get to the orphanage, I'm going to give him, I'm going to, as best I can, explain how to get to my house. You know, you know where okay. I live. Yeah. When this is all done, if you still wish to leave this place, I will help fund you leaving. All right. He tells you exactly where this school is. Actually, what he tells you is a he tells you exactly where the school is on the surface. Okay. But he also gives you pretty good directions from the sewers. I thank him and I tell him, you know, I'm not trying I'm not being stern or being like overly dramatic, but I am telling him to just lay low for a little bit as best he can and to come see me in a few days time. Okay. He takes off. I go to Smooth Scale and I just simply say, do you, you understand what a sneak abomination is? Hmm. Uh, hold on. Let me have him roll. I cannot say that I do. Okay, um, I'm, ha I'm basically, I'm just gonna have Roscoe explain what it's not. I'm not gonna go into huge detail, but simply say they are horrifying, horrible, and pure evil. And that is what the orphanage he's come from is creating. Huh. Then it seems as if you and I need to take care of some things. If you wish to continue to join me, I would be glad to have you, because I cannot do this alone. Oh, you can't keep me from the fun yet. Then so be it. And, like, Roscoe's being polite. It's just because Smoosko's an ally, but Roscoe's, like, more serious than even Margot, Rovarf, and Flint usually see him. This is a different Roscoe from this point on. <laughs> I just imagine this is kind of the same Roscoe we saw in the chamber with the with the undead knoll. Like you you guys saw Melmock and like Roscoe just like flipped a switch. Probably pretty close to that. Yeah, well it's it's you know he's gone from I want my 20 gold back to you know what keep my 20 gold. I'm I got to go I got to go deal with bigger issues. <laughs> um you also like, know sign. that the, if this is a cult of Ashku location, you're mm -hmm. going to need your church's help. Yeah, so... You know, by sheer numbers, the two of you aren't going to be able to handle it. Okay, so I am going to tell Smooth Girl before we go, I am going to... 
I do, I do need to go to my church because we're going to need more than just the two of us, and I know people who can help. Very well. And we will jump to Margo. Yeah. All right. So you don't need to make any checks to swim. Does So look under features. Does uh, Margo have something like hold breath? Where's features at? Right side of your character sheet. She does have hold breath. Cool. Then you don't need to worry about drowning. Thank God. I mean, not right now, anyway. You know what? (laughs) Don't do this to me. Well, okay, so hold breath. You can hold (laughs) your breath for 15 minutes before you start to drown. Good. She won't have that issue there, I don't think. No, and between you and Stormclaw, you're going to get there in like seven minutes. Sweet. Because of your perception check, you can definitely tell that Stormclaw is swimming much slower than he could, so that you can keep Mm -hmm. up with him. (laughs) That's nice of him. Indeed. And that leaves me behind. So I'm going to move you to the right map. So visually, all four floors are pretty similar. Because I didn't want to make three different maps. That checks out. Alright, well, what uh, what do you do? So, did we... We didn't get a map of the area, right? It doesn't seem like. I mean, you know that the stairs up and down generally are going to be in the... um either to the south or in the northeast corner. Okay. What floor are we on right now? First floor? Yes, because you came up through the sewers. Okay. okay. So, northeast would probably be the closest to us, I think. Did I say northeast? I meant northwest, because you're in the northwest. northeast corner. Okay, so northwest is probably going to be a little bit closer than south. For stairs, so we'll just travel that way to get to a set of stairs to get upstairs. Okay, well, there's a door right there, and you are also right in front of a door. Now, here's something you do need to know. You can stealthily open a door. Yeah, that might be a good thing to do, so let me go ahead and roll for that. <laughs> My god. <laughs> uh, Alright, so let's roll stealth. Yeah. Oh my god, she got an eight. Okay. So which door were you opening? I was going to go to the northeast, but she's in front of the south door, so we'll just do that. Go south. Okay. And what else do I roll to move? Well, first, you open the door, and you're expecting Mm -hmm. it? You're expecting the hinges to be a lot cruddier than they are? So the door just swings right open. Oh god. Well, it doesn't look like anyone's in there, so I can walk in. True. Yeah, no, it looks to be like a pantry of sorts. So it's a dead end. Yes. Alright, cool. So, come back out and go to the other door. Well, when you exit the room, Mm -hmm. uh, move back to right in front of the door you were. Move your token back to where it started from real quick. Because... A guard heard you open that door, and he 
enters. Roll initiative. Well, I need it. initiative, right? Yes. <laughs> you got an 8 to stealthily open a door, and he got an 18 to hear you not stealthily open the door. <laughs> Unacceptable. Right. She got a uh, 12. And Stormclaw got an 11. Now, it is your turn, and... Do you remember what you were told about killing people? To not kill them. Yes. So, I guess I could, well, no, if I bite him, he'll scream. I mean, he's going to alert them to what's good. Like, you're in a small kitchen. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you can see that there are other guards in the room outside of where you are. Yeah. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to bite him. Okay. Because I think that's better than stabbing him. Yes. She got a nine. That will not hit. The guard goes, what the bloody hell? And goes to stab you. Pulls a uh, short sword off of his belt. But he got a four to hit you. Yeah, that doesn't hit. And it is now Stormclaw's turn. And he got a 25 to hit this guard with his first attack That's for awesome. 6 damage, and a natural 20 to hit him with his second attack for 13. Damn. Which means he is gone. Or rather unconscious. I was about to say, I thought we weren't supposed to kill him. <laughs> now that happened so quickly, let's see if anybody noticed what was going on. Well, what, this guy definitely heard something. And he calls out, You all right in there, Jeff? Is there a way I can impersonate him? It's called the deception skill. Hang on. I just want to call back and see how well she can impersonate him. She got a nine. What's up with her rolls? No, no, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Wait a minute. That's not Jeff. So, because I accidentally deleted your token... Or your turn, I need you to roll for initiative again. Oh, God. Oof. Six. The guard's <sighs> got a 14. Uh, Stormclaw gets. A 24. Okay. Thank God. He's <clears throat> saving us. Stormclaw kind of gives you this look. This kind of like, I probably should have done this by myself kind of look. Oh, God. <laughs> And he moves right here, and he will flurry of blows to attack this guy. 25 hits for 8 damage, and a 26 hits for 10 damage. So Stormclaw just goes zooming out of the kitchen where you are, and he jumps off one of these chairs, kicks the guy in the head, pushing him down onto the table, and when the guy starts to get back up, he stomps his head again, knocking him unconscious. And then with the rest of his move, he jumps over here. He does this like backflip off the table to land on this table and goes to hit this guy. Well, he hits him twice, both for 13 damage. And you notice that as he's punching and kicking, his fists and feet are actually on fire. Holy crap. And the uh, tattoos he has are bright scarlet. Yeah, I remember asking about his tattoos in the past. 
that's cool. All right. Combat's over. Good. And Stormclaw turns to look at you and says, If you can manage a little more subtlety. All right. Can I move out of the room now? Well, with that cold burn, this <laughs> this episode is over. Hey Abby, you uh you got something to plug? Uh 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 give me a moment, like <laughs> uh, even Abby's Jesus. recovering from that savage burn. Yeah. Yes, um I have a Twitter and Instagram, Elvenly underscore E. Also, um Actually, no, we posted the shirt a while ago by the time this episode comes out. But, uh, I mean, you yeah. can still tell them that they should definitely buy the Don't Worry About It shirt that you designed. With I, wine Aunt Margo on it. Yes, this is true. Yes, please buy that. I worked very hard on it. And also, Ashley did the bub- bubble letters, and she did a fantastic job. We love it. I love it. And they're on- bubble letters. They're on Public. If you search We Play RPGs, you should be able to find them. And yeah, hopefully I will have more on my Twitter and Instagram by the time this episode comes out because so far I am slacking on that. Damn straight. Uh, yeah. Okay, moving on. I have YouTube. It's just Aerosol Prime, E R A S Y L base P R I M E, where there's various Let's Plays and stuff and RPGs and stuff, and sometimes prison breaks, but sometimes not, and carrying over to Jerry. Just real quick question Is there stuff? There's always stuff. Okay, good to know. Over to me. When you're not busy bumbling and fumbling in a prison break, you can check me on Twitter at Jarius underscore Jer, where I post cute animal pictures, pro wrestling, food pictures, costume pictures, bad jokes, observations. And now for Instagram, where I'm on Instagram at Jerry Jerry Quite Contrary. As usual, Jerry is spelled J-E-R-I. I post food, gardening, costumes, cute animals. And anything else I feel like posting. It's kind of a hodgepodge of stuff. But it's fun. Come check it out. That's it. And when you're not being a constant disappointment to yourself and others during a prison break, on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at amcosplayclean. Also, on TeePublic, I made the Dragon Daddy shirt. And it's really awesome. And you should buy it because it's pink. And, And you can find me. In that moment when you take the first bite of a fresh and warm home-baked cookie. But you can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Royal Artisan Props, where I build cosplay props, make weird videos, and occasionally pick fights with companies and corporations that I feel mistreat their employees. And you can find me on Twitter, where I do a lot more of that. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.